four-hour meeting last night, and I've listened to the whole thing this morning. Holy cow. Can you believe it? I can. Uh, trust me, I've actually listened to it now like uh, two times. Um, and we're going to get to it all, I promise. This hour, of course, it is the Council Roundup each and every Wednesday with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. And the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location, open for lunch, also open for lunch on Saturdays. And don't forget about delivery, Head West Subs. Let's get right into it without any delay. So a long meeting last night. First up was a presentation from City Water, Light, and Power. Doug Brown was there to kind of lay out some plans and focusing on a variety of different things. Here's Doug Brown. COP has faced many challenges, uh, you know, uh, over the last 10 years from regulatory to financial constraints. That's why really COP's had the uh, basically the focus of reliability and resiliency um, on the forefront of its planning for the future. And it's not just the uh, regulatory issues and the financial issues. If you remember, there have been a couple of different, um, there was an explosion back in 2006. Uh, there was an explosion just a few years ago before COVID, if you remember. Uh, so a variety of things in there. But plans ahead. Here's Doug Brown. One way, though, that we're improving the community is is we're gonna, we're looking at the electrical vehicle charging stations. So these charging stations, what kind of charging stations are we talking? Um, the concentration, though, will be on level two and level three chargers. Uh, they charge faster than level ones. But there's also an added cost. So some of like the level threes, it, it takes a lot more infrastructure to uh, to improve that. So we have to figure out what all those costs are once we have final uh, locations. And there's also talk about plans to make Springfield a smart city. And then the smart LED lighting, what that does is that basically if there's a, a, a communications network that it can operate on, we can add a, a device in the, in the street light head and we can control the LED. The, 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 so basically like a, like the level, dimmer? the brightness like of the LED, switch? we can control it from our control room. So that's pretty, uh, pretty unique. Um, pretty unique. A dimmer switch? <laughs> Anyways, um, Alderman Redpath's got some questions. Uh, what is your anticipation of uh, rate increases on both electric and water in the next two or good, three years? Good question. I, I think water is definitely more of the concern as we've been expressing during budget. Um, so you might see uh, water rate increases. Here's more for Doug Brown. Either that or we're going to have to make some serious cuts. Mm. Um, and we, I know nobody wants to cut services um, and, you know, those kinds of issues, but uh, I don't think we'll be left with a choice. I mean, basically, the water fund hasn't had a rate increase um, since 2012. Wow. So uh, you got to see uh, how you can make up some costs elsewhere, and you do that by having uh, low rates and cutting services elsewhere or what. Uh, but uh, Brown said that Springfield does have among the lowest water rates uh, across the state. So I think that, that speaks volumes to that. It's, it's, so it's a blessing and a curse, right? We've got the lowest rates in the state, which is, makes it very affordable for water. But um, we also are going to need more revenues to keep going forward. Our chemicals keep increasing. Uh, you know, the cost of labor increases. Um, mm, Alderman McMiniman's got some questions. And it's good that you're young enough to see us through for the next 10 or 15 years. <laughs> we've had other top... <laughs> we've had... I don't need to chuckle. We've had other top... <laughs> CWLP folks at your age that have left us 
uh, that have left us because they get recruited away. And so uh, thank you for your service. Thank you for wearing two hats. And uh, Doug Brown does wear two hats, uh, kind of uh, the director and chief utility engineer. And uh, you can imagine uh, there's a lot of things that they got to monitor and keep an eye on. Um, but other employment issues, Alderman Hanauer says that he talked with a lineman and uh, they were talking about employment and staffing and so on. I asked him point blank. I said, what was it? Was it money? And he, and, and he, he, he himself, he said a lot of people People are leaving because a lot of us want to live out in the country. Well, you can't be a city resident living in the country. And so that's that's the case. At, at uh, Ameren, they don't care where you live. So uh, residency is an issue in attracting people to stay with city water, light, and power. Interesting to hear that. Here's Alderman Redpath. thing that came out of the Supreme Court ruling on uh, the um, emissions from the uh, uh, for the EPA from the Supreme Court ruling? I, you know, not, not, not for what we're, our plan is. Um, I, you know, if it would have went the other way, let's just say, then I, then I would be more concerned that they would have applied stronger limits and regulations that would close down Unit 4 much sooner than what we would want. But it doesn't have anything to do with our ash bonnet no, situation? No, it's it's strictly more of the, 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 the greenhouse gases. Thank you. So that was the presentation with some Q&A uh, right up front, and uh, that's about the first 50 minutes of the meeting. Uh, next up, we'll get into some ordinances and a lot of debate, everything from sponsorships for uh, concerts to uh, what to do with parcels of property in Enos Park and questions of conflict of interest, uh, mapping, how to redraw the city's boundaries, and so on. A lot of different discussions coming up here with Springfield's Morning News. And the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location now open for lunch. Head West Subs. Nearly a four-hour meeting last night, and we're... <laughs> I hope we can get through everything because there's some good stuff here. Uh, but uh, the aldermen are not going to take up the ordinance dealing with people getting into the roadways to ask drivers for money. That was withdrawn last night. Not much discussion there. We'll see what comes next with that question of how do we keep people from jumping in the middle of the roads while cars are driving by so that they can ask for money. Uh, meanwhile, uh, next up was an ordinance up for consideration. Here's Mayor Jim Langfelder. Uh, this is regarding uh, Southtown Construction Bone Training Center. My understanding, uh, uh, Calvin Pitts could not be here tonight, but he did make the payment. And the question, we've heard this now for more than a month. Uh, the initial thing was $400,000 for Calvin Pitts and Southtown Construction to uh, rehab buildings and to do internships and train people on how to do construction projects. Uh, and uh, they, the alderman kept it in committee for weeks, uh, asking questions about Pitts and what he owes unions for their retirement and previous work that was done. Uh, alderman Redpath uh, raising those concerns yet again. I understand that they're in federal court right now, even though he made a, wrote a check. They are still in federal court. Is that? Can you confirm or deny that, Mayor? Uh, I can't do either. I know the issue was uh, making the payment, and he's made the payment, and it's been cash. So. So it's not resolved yet then, right? Uh, as far as our discussion, it was. So what is being resolved here? Uh, here's the mayor. So do you know something other than that? I was told that they were in federal court by the unions. Alderman McMiniman reacting. When the union received the, or the pension fund received the check, they said, well, that came one day late. So came one day late. The uh, unions are claiming, at least according to Alderman McMiniman, he says that uh, now they're looking for attorney's fees from Pitts. 
The pension fund said, now that we've filed this lawsuit, you also owe us money for having to, needed to file a lawsuit. So I, I think this situation is becoming unfair to Mr. Pitts. Alderman Williams chiming in, saying that uh, it seems that the uh, aldermen are wanting to set a precedent that could impact other ordinances that are up for consideration. To say, pay some, a third party, pay somebody else, but he doesn't owe us. And we're holding it against this guy. So that means anything that comes through here, they better not owe nobody. Because guess what? One rule for everybody. One rule for everybody. So nobody's going to be getting no money at, at the rate you guys are thinking. Well, uh, is Calvin Pitts going to get some money? Here's the vote. Motion, the, it fails, Mayor. Um, Six no's and three yeses. So that uh, that motion and that ordinance fails. Will it come back for votes sometime in the future? It'd have to be filed as a different ordinance. Meanwhile, uh, questions about CWLP getting insured by a local insurer. We've heard this for years now. Questions about is this thing being shopped out or are we just going with the local insurer? You know, Trucks is doing the best they can to get us insured. But here's my... Uh, recommended to the mayor and to our city war light and power and I know they've we've just saw, saw earlier today you know they've got a quantity of significant projects going on here and very complex projects but 4.2 million dollars is a lot of money to pay for insurance and we need some very good expertise so uh, ultimately what's going on here uh, you've got a four million dollar plan and there's gonna be commission on that four million times six percent it's $240,000. So this is a very lucrative contract for Troxel, our local Troxel, and I don't blame them for trying to hold on to it. Alderman McMiniman says be shopping around for the best, best options. And so we really need to really shop around for the brokerage services in addition to the underlying insurance. Alderman Hanauer makes a point that uh, there's been some major uh, claims that CWLPs had to make, you know, with explosions here and there. and We've had... The power plants uh, had probably more insurance claims than than most power plants around. And, uh, so they ultimately did approve that. Alderman Miniman, I believe, was the only no vote. Uh, and then finally here for at least this segment, uh, the library has got uh, Summer Griffith as the director, and she was up in front of the council for final approval. Thank you to the entire people who could come and um, to highlight the incredible work that they do in the community and all of your wards and the work that we do together. So if you have any questions i'm here if not i appreciate your time and there was a question about an incident that happened at the library recently where uh, there were some police involvement i don't have all the details there but uh, griffith assured uh, alder people that that's been dealt with and everybody's been communicated about uh, what ultimately happened uh and uh they moved forward and they they approved her any ordinance passes nine voting yes none voting no Thank you very much. All right, congratulations to the director of Lincoln Public Library, Summer Griffith. Uh, so uh, she's already laid out a whole bunch of things that she plans for the library in the years ahead. All right, coming back, we've got so much more to get to, including a debate about maps for the coming election for the city and uh, discussions about whether to take on uh, more properties and how to help the homeless and so much more. Holy cow, what a meeting last night. We'll get to it. I promise here with Springfield's Morning News. It's the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch and also open for lunch on the weekend. 
Back with the Council Roundup. This is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk, where we listen to the entire city council meeting bring you the highlights. It was nearly four hours last night. One of the things they talked about was the new maps and the maps that are going to be for the next city council elections. Of course, all based off the decennial census. And uh, there were some questions. Alderman Donilon, uh, he motioned to hold it in committee for another two weeks for the possibility of some amendments. The chatter amongst aldermen uh, about potential, uh, another potential draft being considered. So they want another draft. Alderman McMiniman says uh, we need to get going on this. If two aldermen want to make a trade just between the two aldermen, I can kind of see that. Um, that it impacts no other aldermen. You know, two aldermen want to just adjust their boundaries between themselves. Um, but when it starts impacting other aldermen, um, I just think that's a problem. So Alderman Williams, he's got problems holding this any longer. And for this proposal to have been out as long as it has, and now we're just now saying, oh, wait a minute, I might have a change. The maps you gave to us is probably a month now. So these maps were drafted by an independent party, uh, an unbiased, uh, dispassionate party uh, to, to draw the lines and to take into consideration other recommendations and whatnot. And that's been done now for like five weeks. Uh, more from Alderman Williams. Joe said, unless it's a couple of aldermen just tweaking their lines, because I want to know if somebody's talking about moving something on my line because I'm fine with the map. You know, and, I, and I, I'm ready to get this over with so I can go to work. I mean, I, I, you know, all this will... So he's ready to get out in front of constituents and to start campaigning, in other words. Here's Alderman Donnellan. It's based on conversations from several... From who? They're right here. Which ones? So yeah. I can ask them. <laughs> so, if you, don't, if well, you no. can't can answer... Mayor, can I finish? Is that okay? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Let, let me be very clear here. Ward 9, the way it was presented, I'm fine with it. Okay? Uh, others on this horseshoe are not happy with what was proposed. So there's been chatter. And that chatter leading to them wanting to hold it. But again, who is asking for this to change? If Alderman Donnellan says his map's fine, if McMiniman says his map's fine, if William says his map's fine, what's going on here? First of all, I agree with Alderman Williams. Speak up. Let's hear from you. Is it just two people? Is it three people? Because if we got seven that are okay with their wards, let's just pass this. Because you've had, we've had a full, I think it's more like five or six weeks that this ward yeah, map has been before us. And to just now come back at the last minute, it's irresponsible. And Alderman DeCenso, uh, the alderwoman from Ward 6, she says, no, it's not irresponsible. It's how the process works. These aren't games being played. This is how the system works. Exactly. You, we can amend anything. We can amend any ordinance that comes before us, and this is an ordinance that's coming before us, and we can amend it. That's not playing a game. That's called how this works. Alderwoman uh, DeCenso making those statements. Alderman uh, Williams and DeCenso going back and forth. I do that all you the know, time. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah well, but then you shouldn't do it all the time. Because you do it all the time, don't make it right. You it means that... You pulled out of committee tonight that are we you have no, no I got the floor. I got the floor. Speak up. Go ahead. All right, so uh, you can tell emotions are uh, a little high here. Uh, Alderman McMiniman jumping back in. There's potentially some candidates out there that want to run against some of us. They'd like to know what ward they're going to be in, or are they going to be carved out into a different ward? 
at the last minute. And we can't have a, a Springfield City Council meeting without people talking over each other multiple times. And get that right here between Alderman Hanauer and Alderman McMiniman. And I, I told you that I would be a sp co-sponsor, but I, I had tweaks in the map, Joe. I told you that. And didn't come to the council. I, I told you that, yeah, and I got go. the floor. And you bring him to the council. Alderman Hanauer has the floor. Let's so take bring him to the council now, if you got him. Now, now so, so is what you're telling us, you don't want us to do it in the open. You wanted us if to you bring direct to me. I got the floor. Don't personalize it. Hanauer has the floor, please. Oh, boy. Um, all right. Uh, more? We probably could have brought an amendment. Nobody would have seen it until tonight. Is that what you want? Because we can not bring the amendment next week. We'll just throw it out there the night of the of the um, of the council meeting and and get the votes and pass it. The fact of the matter is, if you don't have six votes, it doesn't matter, Joe. If you don't have six votes, gonna talk to it the does you. not matter. All right. So uh, obviously, uh, again, passions are high here. Uh, but the dispassionate independent map maker said if there are going to be changes. Things got to be taken into consideration. It shifts and jumps the population, not only the raw numbers, but also the, the racial composition and the makeup and all of those kinds of things are shifted. It also increases or lowers the percentage of difference of one ward to another from the population so uh ultimately they held that in committee for a bit longer uh then you had uh, some discussions about the city funding sponsorships for concerts alderman mcminniman uh not a fan of this particular idea and with abe fest and money going there but he likes the idea of funding like the route 66 experience and so forth uh so they talked about that a bit uh now next up is an ordinance concerning how to deal with those who are experiencing homelessness from a holistic approach with a bunch of different organizations involved and uh, investing in uh, new housing. The execution of a redevelopment agreement with Helping Hands of Springfield, Inc. for its Park Street Apartments program to construct housing for families, individuals, and veterans that are homeless utilizing ARPA funds in an amount not to exceed, is that correct? Nope. Thank God. Not to exceed $800,000 for the Office of Planning and Economic Development. So $800,000 for Park Street Apartments for housing assistance. Uh, and the mayor says all hands are on deck here, including helping hands. We need the president of the continuum of care, Bal Yazel, there. We need Josh Sable there. We need... Um, uh, the outreach officer there. We need uh, Shannon Allen there. We need Memorial Health Services there. We need everybody that's doing the outreach around the table at the same time because that's how you resolve it. You don't resolve it by piecemealing things. Alderman Williams chiming in. You know, I, I heard uh, Josh get excited when, he, oh, an extra 800, we'll take it. Well, no, we have other responsibility as far as housing needs. And I just want to make sure you guys remember that those pieces of Pillsbury, the, the popular places, some of these other areas are still in existence and still real. Still real and still need to be addressed, he says. Alderman McMiniman chiming in. I think as badly as we need a permanent support of housing, we should be much more careful about choosing the site for that. And Mayor, I'm disappointed in you because I think I've been talking with you about this since January when I said this is a bad location. And you've let this advance to the point where we're at tonight where we may get enough votes. Probably will get, you know, I'll be very, very disappointed in this council if you can't see the obvious.
this is a bad location to put the chronically homeless individuals. Again, it's on uh, Park Street. It's an apartment complex they're wanting to do with $800,000, but ultimately it passed. The ordinance passes seven voting yes, one voting no, and one voting present. All right, next up, uh, and I think this is probably the last issue that we'll tackle, uh, and it deals with the Enos Park neighborhood and some parcels of property that uh, they're looking to give to the city for uh, a couple of hundred thousand dollars. We'll get to the details there. It is the council roundup, and we're going to go into overtime next segment. All right, final few moments here for the council roundup in overtime uh, because of a nearly four-hour meeting last night. Just so much to get to, including an ordinance to purchase parcels of property from Enos Park. How many? Improvements for 73 parcels of property located at are in Enos Park and listed on Exhibit A for an amount not to exceed $295,061. So almost $300,000 for 70-plus parcels of property. Uh, here's Alderman Williams. Another housing or development issue uh, dealing with debt, and, and, and they're asking for this money, uh, yet they owe the county for taxes. Which is, which is a much more legitimate debt than at least what, what, what Pitts went through. If you recall, uh, earlier uh, they were talking about Calvin Pitts and the Southtown Construction Project, the money he owed the uh, uh, union. Uh, even though he paid that, now he owes uh, uh, attorney's fees, according to the union, through an older person. So that precedent being set, Alderman Williams reflecting back on that. He continues. I'm thinking that this needs to go to committee until that, that's cleared up. And if, if you can't clear that way up, we have to do it the way Sean's organization had to do it. It just comes back in and, and, and no one rescues them. So uh, more from Alderman Williams talking to Michelle Ownby, who's part of the organization with Enos Park. Do you think we should have took the position we took on Calvin Pitts? That is not a question. No, no, you're, I'm, okay. you're not recognizing. Oh, no I'm talking to Michelle. She doesn't have to answer it. It's up to her. I mean, well, you, well, you and I have had an individual conversation about this, so I think you know where I, I stand. She uh, thinks we should not have done what we did to Calvin Pitts. She don't want to say it because all the woman is now speaking up. Uh, someone who really should be recusing herself because she's part of this deal. So uh, Alderman Williams uh, essentially uh, asking whether there's a conflict of interests from Lakeisha Purchase, an older woman up on the horseshoe. Alderman Hanauer chiming in. But I just really think that I'm, I'm very concerned because if you guys have had them for 12 years and you haven't sold them, then how long is the city going to have them? And, and we'll, we'll, have, we'll have them until... Alderman Redpath runs for re-election or uh, another election in 10 <laughs> years in Ward 9. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do remember this coming up uh, back uh, 12 years ago uh, when I was covering the city council. We were doing the council roundup, believe it or not, but this has been around that long. Uh, and it was a, you know, a question about, uh, well, what happens down the road if, if you can't uh, develop the properties? And then you guys are going to look to offload them. So there's been this question now for the past 12 years. Uh, interesting to see it uh, resurfacing now. Here, 12 years later, uh, Alderwoman Purchase doubles back around to answer some questions about perceived conflicts. Some of us have family members that's on board. Some of us been on boards before when we accepted these positions. But I guess tonight is being talked about with me. So, Corporation Council, can you clarify what I can support or vote for on situations like this? And she specifically asks to the Corporation Council. Since previously, I was a homeowner. 
owner. I've purchased homes over there. I've rehabbed homes and sold homes. How, how does that work? Corporation Counsel Jim Zirkel answering that question. No council member should vote on anything that they have a personal interest in. So if there is a personal or contractual interest in any of the, for example, lots that are being referred to, nope. then you should not vote. But generally speaking, uh, conflicts relate around personal, uh, either financial or contractual interests in the contractor item that's being voted on. And sometimes it's not necessarily about a direct conflict. Even the perception can be a conflict of sorts. Uh, so that, that'll be addressed here in a moment. But Alderman McMiniman looking at the overall nearly $300,000 and where the money would go, uh, all the different types of uh, fees and things that would be associated with it. 24000 would go to Ekshay from Punky CPAs, um, $17,000 to Delano, this and all the... Uh, preparation of titles, I imagine, and the deeds and all that. Economic development is very expensive. And uh, all that stacks up. Uh, meanwhile, you've got uh, a lot of properties along 9th Street from Enos Park that are uh, on this list. 20 lots on 9th Street, which is a doorway to our city to, uh, for a lot of folks coming through uh, Sherman, coming down uh, 9th Street eventually to our capital city. And uh, you've kept those properties better than I'm sure the city could have kept those properties. <laughs> but it's a burden, uh, the Enos Park group says. Alderman Williams back at it. W was Alderman purchased one of the 50? Yeah. So that's my point. There's a self-interest here that she should not be voting. She but if benefited you... from... Uh, okay, I'm, that's, go that's ahead. all I'll say. I'll okay. let this go. Thank you. Well, if we're going to go that route, you know, we might as well disqualify everyone who takes a campaign contribution from the laborers, let's say. You know what I mean? You know this. That's a story for another day. Okay, let's hold it for another day. Oh, boy. The day is a pick on the I think we're running out of time. <laughs> we're running out of time. Yeah, this is like three plus hours into it. Alderman Hanauer? I, I don't know. I, I would ask that you hold this. Hold it. If you can. Um... Mr. Zirkel needs to get back to us on on what the rules are as far as getting you know what what we can do and can't do on, on if we would get it and sell if 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 we could get some clarification there and then we can move on. And Alderwoman DeCenso is getting the final word here for last night's Springfield City Council meeting, nearly four hours long, filling up this entire hour of the council roundup, brought to you by Head West Subs. Oh, go ahead. Alderwoman DeCenso. We're not going to have this whole conversation again Please. in two weeks. No. no uh, <laughs> I tried it. What we'll do is provide clarification if I'm understanding it correctly on the um, ability to uh, confirm purchase of a property or what the purpose would be. And then also... Uh, whether or not all the women purchased be able to vote on the issue. And uh, is that it?